0: Hello, all, and welcome, welcome, welcome to episode 44 of the Hillcrest Duo, recorded in H- Crest Hill, Illinois, on Saturday, September 17th, 2016. I am your host, Brad Risto, at Outsider Brad on Twitter. I am joined by my illustrious co host, Mr. Metal John.
1: And I'm at Metal John
0: Radio on Twitter. Brad, it's almost Halloween. It's almost Halloween. Isn't it great? And th- that the best part about that is... 44 day- days, I think, actually. Yeah. Episode 44, and we're like 44 days from Halloween. We are. It's episode 44, and we're 44 days away from Halloween. We are also now live streaming on Periscope whenever we record this. It's also pretty much going to be known as two white guys talking into a microphone for oh, 20 to 30 minutes. But hey, if that's what um, gets you off, more power to you. We're glad to have you. But it is indeed episode 44 of the Hillcrest deal. We have a lot of things we want to talk about. 'Cause we're gonna have a bit of a sabbatical after this a few two weeks. So, so we're gonna try and talk about some season previews in this episode. We're also gonna talk about some movies you saw this week, but it's episode forty four. We are glad to have you. What are some of the things you actually did this week before we actually get into the nitty-gritty here, Metal? Uh watched a lot of movies. Uh a
1: lot of movies, a lot of T V shows.
0: Yeah. Some of the shows are
1: starting to come back. Yes, they are. Um American horror story, off to a off to a good start for episode one. Normally this is a show that every season I watch like the first two or three episodes and I stop watching because it, it has it just... a
0: great start and then nose dives or dies. it has a great
1: concept and then just sucks it like just last year was Freak Show mm-hmm. and they kind of played up the whole Freak Show circus traveling circus and, and it sucked after like three after like three episodes I was like okay I don't like this where this is going I'm done this year Not quite sure what the
0: concept is,
1: but I'm liking what I've seen so far in episode one, so we'll see if I stick with it.
0: Okay, I want to talk about a show that's coming up on Fox that you have horrible um, uh, hopes for, but I'm actually kind of a little excited. It could be stupid. It'll be stupid fun, and that is the Lethal Weapon uh, television show. You know, I, I I'll add another one to that list, Brad. I don't. I'm not looking forward to that
1: MacGyver show either. That
0: looks like crap. I didn't even know they were redoing. MacGyver. Oh yeah, there's
1: a, a MacGyver reboot with a younger actor, and then of course we have the Lethal Weapon uh, TV series
0: with younger Riggs and Murdoch. You see, I, the only problem that I have with the Lethal Weapon this, and I tweeted this to you, was just assume people saw the first movie. I realize um you have to, it um has a Vietnam era Riggs. We can just um assume people are smart enough to. Replace Vietnam with Desert Storm or Operation Iraqi of Freedom. I'll assume people are smart enough to do that and just to have it be the continuing adventures of Riggs and um, uh, Myrtle. Yeah, see, I'm,
1: I'm just not look looking for forward to this because I love the movie so much.
0: I know, but... But okay.
1: now we've got the PG-13 TV version of it and... I'm, it doesn't look funny. I mean that's what makes the lethal web movie great is
0: is the humor between, you know, Danny Glover and They had great chemistry, I will give you that. Great chemistry between Glover and um pre insane Mel Gibson. <laughs> yeah. And Gibson uh but that's what made those movies great. Was I agree. was those
1: two actors and and the banter between the two, the personality differences And now you're going to try to transfer it into a TV series and tone it down. I just don't think it's going to work.
0: I don't know if it'll work, but I'm definitely going to give it a go. Um, We'll move on. You did see some movies this week. What did you see? And tell me about them.
1: All right. So do you want me to start off with my new favorite movie of the year? Or do you want me to start off with what I just saw recently? Let's
0: go with what the one you saw recently. Let's some tease the best movie of the year. Okay. Coming up, best movie of the year. We'll talk about it best right here. Best movie coming up. Best movie of the year so far. So All far. Right. Well, yeah.
1: However, in not-so-best movie of the year... Uh, categories. I did go see the new Blair Witch Project, the Blair Witch sequel. So that we've been waiting 15 years the for the real
0: Blair Witch sequel, an actual sequel, not a parody sequel. Not the not the one that they did the Book of Secrets or Shells or whatever that. that yeah, that there was poetry. that there was that movie,
1: but then there was another. There was a Blair Witch sequel that came out right after the first one, which kind of was more of a parody on. The, well,
0: there, the was first a bunch, movie. there was a bunch of parodies that came yeah, out after that But movie. So this
1: is an actual sequel. This features a uh, Heather from the first movie. Her brother
0: mm-hmm.
1: is trying to find out what happened to his sister. And apparently he's been trying to find out what happened to her for 15 years. He
0: sucks at investigating. And, and
1: he finally sees what he thinks is new footage and that has his sister. So he decides to go on a witch hunt. Oh, Goes course. into the woods and... Basically, I'm not going to give away the movie, but let me just say this. Blair Witch Project has always been the original, has always been a love it or hate it movie. There's no middle ground with this. You watch that movie, and you either love it and you respect the ideas and the concept for it. Like I'm in that category. That's
0: what I I thought it was. I thought it was a poorly acted film as a film, but the concept and the viral marketing, especially at the time, taking advantage of everything, trying to make everybody think it was true. That was the best part. Trying to make everyone think it was real, taking advantage of the viral marketing. And the early days of the internet. That and and that really
1: brilliant. set it up to, to make it a better movie, too, all of that. Absolutely brilliant and, and cutting edge. And then that. you've got the people that hate the movie who – they kind of hate the movie because they didn't like the, the steady the, – they didn't like the unsteady camera stuff. They didn't – they thought it was a little overdramatic with the actors and the, and Heather crying the whole time. Yeah. And they hated the ending. Because they didn't see the witch. Part of me, that's why I like the movie so much. Oh, yeah. I like the whole idea of there's something there, but you don't get to see it.
0: No. That, but, that plays with your mind more than actually seeing it. Well, when you put a human face on a threat, it becomes less scary. I mean, yeah, I, t- t- I actually said, I'm going to go really weird here. I said that about the Ghostbusters, most recent Ghostbusters movie. In the original Ghostbusters, you were taking on a god in the most recent Ghostbusters it was some guy and you know, he was weird. Yeah. It had a human face to it. And when you're taking on a human, you're like, Well, he puts his underwear on just like me. Yeah. And that's when you lose a bit of the fright. But so, so, it's so a, to carry
1: on, so basically
0: yeah. we you like I said,
1: you either love or you hated the first Blair Witch movie. Go in to see this movie. Um I, I was really excited about it. And I'll just say this. If you love the first movie, you're probably really gonna like this movie. You're mm-hmm. gonna enjoy this movie, but this movie is basically a remake. Oh. That's the biggest disappointment, is that this movie, like I said, he goes to investigate his sister, new group, goes into the woods, same thing happens to them. You'd
0: think they'd be and, a bit are they at least a this little isn't more really prepared? Spoiler-ish.
1: I mean, you kind of have that idea as the movie's going. you're like, wow, so what's going on here? And
0: I mean Go ahead, full spoilers. I don't I,
1: care. I'm just gonna say that. You don't learn anything new about the mystery of the Blur Witch. Right. That's the biggest disappointment with the movie is, like, I kind of was hoping, all right, well...
0: Expand on the universe.
1: Expand on it, but we didn't get that. Instead, the same stuff that happens to the first crew happens to this crew. The ending is pretty much identical. So everyone dies. And you still don't get to see the
0: witch. And... Okay,
1: and that's why question? I'm saying it's a
0: remake. It's a remake of the original. Can I ask you a question? Do they at least go into the woods more prepared? Uh, a little bit. Instead of, you know, just going out with a backpack? There's, there's definitely some more
1: characters, so there's different personalities. Right. There's different banter between the characters. You don't have the dramatic crying, snot coming out of your nose, like, you know, selfie moment that you right. had in the first one. That's not in this movie, so if you hated that about the first one, you could at least know going into this one. There's that there's not as much of like the camera spinning in circles no
0: it's a little there's more a little bit of
1: that, but it, there's not so much of it mm-hmm. um but like I said I, I think if you like the first one, go watch it okay, but just go no going into it you're really not gonna learn anything new that you didn't already know it
0: doesn't expand so what is the best movie of the year so far metal John uh, a
1: little movie called Hell or High water hmm
0: which stars Chris
1: Pine, Ben Foster, and Jeff Bridges.
0: Good Um, names, good names.
1: Chris Pine, Ben Foster, they basically play small-town Texas bank robbers.
0: This is the bank robber movie. I want to see this one. Dude,
1: go see it right after the show. I'm telling you, Brad, this is a fantastic film. So they're the bank robbers, and then Jeff Bridges plays, like, the Texas sheriff who's on the verge of retirement,
0: who thinks there's something
1: more to these guys' bank robberies. He's like... There's something more to this story, and he starts kind of investigating a little bit. But at the same time, he's grumpy old Jeff Bridges with a lot of racist jokes. Right. <laughs> and they're not like in-your-face slapstick races. There's a lot of it's a lot of dry humor in this movie. A lot of like under-your-breath kind of jokes that are really funny.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, the whole time I'm watching this movie, I'm thinking "No Country for Old Men." Because it has that same feel that No Country for Old Men has, where something's going to happen. You don't know how it's going to play out. You think you know how it's going to play out, but it really doesn't play out that way. And it's just a well-written movie, well-acted movie. As of right now, best movie of the year. And as of right now, Jeff Bridges is getting the
0: Oscar. So, as of right now, best movie of the year, but obviously we
1: are in...
0: Award season. Yeah. That was pretty and much. And Howard High Water's been out for about two and a half, three weeks now. So That was pretty much the first one to begin award season. Yeah. As I mean, um, obviously Snowden, Snowden comes Snowden, out. I'm going to see
1: that at some point here. I, yeah. I just don't know when I'm going to have time to go and see there's it.
0: And bu- there's a whole slew of them coming out, but this is um, the opening salvo of award season. I suppose we should try and get into some season previews. Um, The earliest season premiere is later this week. It's on the 19th. It's on Monday. It's the season premiere for Gotham. Yeah, we're already there. Yeah, um, I'm pumped what, about that. What are you looking forward to in this season of Gotham?
1: Uh, I'm looking to see. Know. I'm looking to see them kind of expand a little bit more on some of the villains. Obviously, I want to see yes. what's going to happen with Hugo Strange and and now and, that, and you have to think
0: Fish is going to be involved maybe a little bit more this season. I don't know how they can uh, do a lot. I mean, obviously, um, uh, we have to focus a bit on Penguin as he um, uh, has now gone come back to being insane. Yeah, that that piece of paper he got from uh, Hugo Strange no longer um uh, valid. When you cook your um step to, um, uh, um siblings, and feed them. You, you, when you cook them and feed them to your um stepmother, you lose um uh, that sanity um uh, marker. I'm sorry, it has to be taken away. I I would like to see going
1: into the season a little bit more of um a power struggle for the villains. Because oh, yeah. when you think about the first season, you had that with Falcone. You know, yeah. and and the gangsters kind of, like, struggling for power and control of the crime in the city. Um, I'd like to see them go back to that a little bit. Because, mm-hmm. um, obviously, we got enough villains, um, and, and they're going to introduce more new characters Well, this obviously,
0: they're going to do that, because at the end of the first season, you had all the Indian Hill experiments break loose. Yep. And that's what I'm looking forward to most, is we're going to see more, maybe... Of the super-powered villains now, because yeah. that was the big thing about Indian Hill. They all had kind of powers. And then, you know, I'm curious to see what they're going to do with Bruce Wayne's character, because... He's getting not,
1: old. Well, not only that, but at this point, he's already found the cave. Yeah. He's doing a lot of investigations into his father and the people that worked for his father. So I'm sure they're
0: going to expand on that a little bit more. Maybe he'll uncover more stuff, more, 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 more things. Stuff, but isn't he going to have to leave soon so he can have that, like... I was gone for five years sabbatical and come back as yeah. the Dark Knight. That's going to have to happen you relatively gonna get, soon. Do you think we're going to finally get
1: Bruce and Selina's first kiss? Eh,
0: it'll probably come this season. I think it's coming this season. I think um, it'll come somewhere. Char-
1: one character they did tease that I'm kind of interested in, they're introducing a Vale who mm-hmm. is going to be uh, Vicky Vale's niece yeah. or aunt. And obviously Vicky Vale is... A made-up character in the Batman '89 movie, so they're like, kind of tying in well, a no, character from that. Well, she did
0: eventually um, uh, make her way into comics. Yeah, but she was introduced in '89, yes. in, in so I is. think
1: so. I think that's kind of cool. We'll see what happens mm-hmm. with that, but now, I'm really, I'm really excited. I mean, I think me and you both agree. Out of a lot of these you know, TV shows, uh, Gotham is probably the top one or two.
0: Now, I didn't read the entire story, but I did see a headline that kind of intrigued me about Gotham, and that's, they're not done with Jerome yet. Oh. And I want to see how that plays out. I wish I had actually read the story, but I was just kind of paging through the internet one day, and I saw, we're not done with Jerome yet. I'm like, oh, that's kind of neat. And then I forgot to click on it, and oops. Well, I think... They could bring him back. He could be an Indian Hill experiment. That's true. That's what I'm But I also think, too, because they keep teasing
1: the Joker, that, you know, like we said on this podcast before, that clearly Jerome was an inspiration for the Joker. Yeah. Like, he's not actually the Joker. However, with the whole Indian Hill experiments, they could make him the Joker.
0: Exactly. They could make him the Joker and give that... because I think we can safely say that this is an Elseworld Gotham. It isn't the Gotham we all know and love. It's a completely unique universe. Yeah, because they're sort of mixing the,
1: the, the age thing is what's really yes. kind of a fine it's, it's line. Started, because you've got a teenage Bruce Wayne, but yet you've got a Penguin who's like in his 20s and 30s. So when you fast forward to when Batman's in his 30s, what, Penguin's in his
0: 60s? So I'd say he's in his 50s, <laughs> but what, but regardless... Gotham is obviously poised for a pretty good season. Um, we're gonna probably, let's touch on, uh, Walking Dead and then just do the DC stable from, uh, the CW. We'll go into the Walking Dead. Obviously, the biggest question is whose brains are now, um, all over the floor? That's the big know. question because we still don't know who that is. They have been wonderfully tight lipped as we still don't know. How- how would you reveal this answer? That,
1: I mean, that's, let's start with that. If, if you got to choose how this new season is going to open up, what, was, what would be your idea on how this would open up? You don't even have to
0: say who you hope is dead, but how you think they introduce who's dead. Um, you just go, You just um, uh, instead of doing any kind of opening credits, just 100% cold open, just cut to the slam, 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 slam. And just keep the camera focused on that. You just hear the screams you heard in the back when they cut to black, and that's it. You just show the scene as it um, is. So you you reveal who's being killed right away, or do yes. you just show Negan swinging the bat,
1: hearing the screams, and then eventually the camera turns and you see a body?
0: No, you, you make it visceral. You show it. Mm. I wouldn't be surprised.
1: And I would be okay with this.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So I'm kind of preparing myself. I'm thinking this is going to open up with us seeing somebody getting their brains beat in. However, it's going to be a dream sequence. Somebody's going to, like, Rick's going to wake up and be like, oh. <laughs> like, like, we're going to see Carl getting his brains beat in. And then Rick's going to wake up, like, from the nightmare. And then, and then as it goes on, we're going to learn who really died. Right. Like, it's probably not going to be the reveal at the beginning that we all want. I think it's going to be sort of told in a flashback. Like, it's going to start with... A nightmare sequence. So that all of it's like, oh my god, it was Carl, or oh my god, it was you know Daryl, oh. and then and then the and then and then Rick wakes up from the nightmare, and then and then we're in
0: present time, and then they have a flashback to when Negan really did kill I have, somebody. I think you're, I think that be, I think you're right, but I don't think it's gonna be a dream I, sequence. I, I don't think
1: it's gonna happen, I, no, but I, I just, think that's
0: awesome. I think what they're gonna do is instead they're, they're gonna play the audio again. They're gonna do the Walking Dead opening credits, and then they're gonna cut in. Four weeks later, and then show you at the very end yeah. of the episode. They're going to be that. They do that kind of dickery. But what however, you, though, however, though, th- I think that would just piss off a lot more
1: fans. Of course, I, it think, well. I think they don't care. Off, just, just showing us, just show us right at the beginning. Just they get it don't. Out of
0: the way. They don't. You want them to <laughs> blow <laughs> their load not, right away? <laughs> yeah, just get out of
1: the way. <laughs> go, go full fourteen-year-old teenage
0: boy on us. <laughs> <laughs> but um what are some things you're looking forward to in this season? Because One thing that I think we're definitely going to see in this season is, as you'll recall, at least in the second half of the last season, was pretty much Rick's team were um, certified ass kickers winning round after round after round with Negan. This entire season, they have to be on their heels and on the defensive. They have to be getting their asses kicked. And I think that's what this season is going to be entirely about. And dissension rising amongst the group. I, I hope so. I would love to see more Negan
1: because I like what I've seen. In oh, these. yeah. It, it's got to be pretty know much me, them. You me, Brad. Them. I'm all about the bad guys.
0: The bad guys. I love fast. the
1: bad guys.
0: Everyone loves bad guys.
1: And and I want Negan to last this whole season, maybe even go into another season. I don't want Negan to be that guy well, who's he such is. a badass who five or six episodes into the season, right at the right at the mid-season like, breaking point for, for Christmas break, yeah. they kill him. I don't want that to happen. Well, I want him to last. I want him to kill people. I want him to be mean and I'm hoping I'm hoping. Yes, I'm saying it. I want Negan to kill more people from Rick's gang. Oh, I'm Not sure. Not only do we get the one, oh, yeah. but we need another two. I agree. Because you know what? Rick and his gang has killed a lot more of his people.
0: You so know he has every Negan, right to want to kill them. And, and, for and him if to, from like, his perspective, and for they're the bad guys.
1: I think he bashes one in here, which we saw. Well, that—that that. I mean, but I think he's also got to send a message and get somebody else too. And that brings us back to the, what we were just talking about. How would you feel? Is, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna show Negan bashing in whoever. Let's just say it's Glenn. All right, he kills Glenn, but then as everybody's like, "Oh my god, oh my god," he just grabs somebody else and bashes them in too. Like we get a two for
0: one. We think he killed one. No, he killed two. That that's a good one. But I would love to see that. happen, I agree, too. and you know. I can give give a little bit away on the comics. Negan is almost still alive in the comics even at this point, so I th- I think I think it's safe is, to say that the, the, the show
1: around. the show is trying to get away from the comics. Oh yeah,
0: story. but you can't because they a know killer.
1: people read the comics, they know the spoilers. Yes. And um they want like, to we want to do
0: something different. Let's take it a different way. Um the comics went on um, the left, let's go right. Yeah. Stuff or we're like going to go
1: left, but then we're also going to make a sharp left after that. Okay. You know, like, we're going to go in the same direction, but we're going to do our own thing. Okay. I think I think that's what they're doing with the
0: show. I agree. Now, let's just, um, uh, before we close out this episode here of episode 44 of the Hillcrest Duo, let's talk about what we can pretty much call the uh, CW, DC Stable, Supergirl, Flash, Arrow, and even Legends of Tomorrow, which it just has too many characters for me to keep up with. But... I, let's talk about Flash because right now I think it has the best story going forward because they're going to be doing episode um uh, the Flashpoint Paradox to start out the season. What do you think we're going to be seeing from that? I don't know if you've ever read it or if you've ever even seen the movie, which is available on Netflix. If you have the Netflix stream, you can – at least last time I checked, it was still available to watch.
1: What do you want to co- see? Full
0: confession here, I've never read The Flash. I never watched the
1: old Flash series.
0: Well, No one did. That's why it got canceled.
1: (laughs) Um, So the Flash TV series is my introduction to the character. Mm -hmm. And um, going into the season, like you said, I think that this show is superior to the other CW shows. Yes. um, Based on the storyline, the characters, the acting. I I mean, it's got that comic feel to it. Mm -hmm. You know, it's got that flashy, bright colors. You know, it's got that comic book feel to it that i really do love um unlike the other shows where it's you know arrows a little bit on the darker side Mm -hmm. you know which it relates to batman a lot you know flash is more more of like a spider-man you know um relation but i'm curious to see where they're going to go with talkative
0: nerd (laughs) yeah i'm curious to see where they're going to go with barry barry and iris's Relationship. I really want to see how they um do Flashpoint differently because in um a Flashpoint, Batman plays a huge, huge role in it, and obviously they can't do that since they don't have a Batman. My guess is the stand-in will be Arrow instead. Sure. But there's also a number or of there could all- be talk of the Bat. He. It's not going to be um in Flashpoint. It's not talk. It's direct connection. Okay. But. I mean, other characters that are in the real Flashpoint include Cyborg, Wonder Woman, and Superman, all of which probably won't be in this one. So I'm curious to see what happens in this one, to see how they adapt one of the better Flash stories into the Flash television series. Yeah. well, And, I mean, Arrow, they obviously are ha- going to be, We ha- we when we, if we talk about that one, they are obviously pretty much at a, when you, we last saw them, they were at a new zero. They were starting pretty much over again as the Arrow Cave had been completely destroyed, and now Ollie is the mayor of um, Starling City, so that could be going any direction. I didn't watch much of um, uh, Heroes of Tomorrow. The one that intrigues me most um, of the CW franchises, other than The Flash, is the, the newest one, technically. Supergirl, as it flies over from CBS to the CW, I'm curious to see... How they do that now obviously they're going to have a bit smaller production budget but they're also going to have superman so i'm curious to see how they stop this from becoming the superman show now because everyone was saying why isn't superman there why isn't superman there now and we are to have to see how they are going to be, be able to do this without it becoming more superman than supergirl yeah i i think the logical reason
1: is we're going to bring superman in as sort of like maybe like more of a mentor to Kara. mm-hmm um, and he's gonna be like, look, you you've got you've got this, you deal with this. I'm dealing with my own thing. Right. Um, and I think you could use that in a good way because he could be more of a mentor to her. But she's gonna develop a relationship maybe with the Flash. I th- or well, with or with somebody because there's gonna be crossovers. Well, I think and, and then when it comes down to one of those situations where we're all thinking, why isn't Superman helping her? Instead, the Flash is gonna help.
0: Right, that or Arrow's one.
1: gonna come in. I mean, I think, and that's gonna make more sense because when she's fighting, you know, aliens, and she's on the brink of death, and Superman's just hanging out with Lois Lane, you know, on Netflix and chilling or whatever he's doing. <laughs> why? Why isn't? Why isn't he helping her now? We're now we've got a now we've got somebody else that can help her.
0: That is one thing I think we're gonna see because obviously, technically, Supergirl. Exists in her own universe that was established last year. I think that is one thing we're gonna see is when they ever they do the big big crossover, we're gonna see that dimensional wall shatter and it will be gone. But that is probably going to be one of the big specials that they're gonna do. Yeah, middle of November maybe. Yeah, near the end, of, or is um, gonna be the one they do uh, to end the first half of the first se- of, of the season uh, around Christmas and like now you have to wait till March. See you then! And speaking of seeing you then, we have um, hit our limit for this episode of the Hillcrest Duo. As I said, it's going to be about a two-week sabbatical here. Um, I'm going to Disney World! He's going to Disney World. He won the Super Bowl MVP. So we're going to take a bit of a two-week sabbatical here. We will be back after that. We will um, uh, see you then. I am Brad Rister, uh, Risto, Outsider Brad on Twitter. He is Metal John at Metal John Radio on Twitter. Follow us. We'll hang out with you. Talk to us. We always have fun. We talk about things. This has been episode forty-four of the Hillcrest Duo.